You can have more than you got because you can become more than you are. You are now listening to the Lawn Care Power Moves podcast with Mac and Steel. To keep it real, the biggest lie you've ever been told is that it's not that simple. It's a lie told to you over and over again. It's how they get you to give up. Truth is, it is that simple. Aye. Welcome to the Lawn Care Power Moves Podcast, where we are mowing down barriers to excellence in the lawn care profession. I am Cornell Mack. And I am Cedric Still Owens. Today, we're going to be talking about how we met at Entrepreneur Academy Live 2021 and how we got to where we are today. So thank you for tuning in. Cornell, when I got to the go-kart event, you were standing there talking to Geraldo from Phoenix Lawn Care, and we had just came from the hotel, right? We got in, drove straight in from uh, Columbus, Ohio, but coming up to you kind of broke the conversation between you and Geraldo. And I was saying, hey, man, you know, I didn't get a chance to talk to you at GIE Plus Expo, but I wanted to make sure that I talked to you there at Entrepreneur Academy Live because I had no clue what the next day was going to be like because it was my first time at Entrepreneur Academy. And uh, me and my wife, they came in and trying to see what was really going on. How were you feeling about Entrepreneur Academy Live so far at that point? So when we when we first got there, I ain't, I won't lie, I, I, I had talked to a few people, but I didn't really have any social media presence. And it was just me and my wife there. There were so many people. They were all talking to one another. And uh, maybe if you know me now, you wouldn't think this, but I'm not like a come jump in your conversation type person when I don't know anyone. So me and my wife were just basically sitting there talking to one another and uh, we were hungry. We had driven all the way there. The food hadn't gotten there yet. So because I didn't have anyone to talk to, we were actually about to leave. And I had to go to the bathroom or my wife had to go to the bathroom. Well, I think we both had to go to the bathroom. So we go to the restrooms and um, I come out first and I seen Geraldo from Phoenix Lawn Care. I had met him. He was one of the people that said he wanted to meet me at the uh, at the rally at, at a GIE last year. So there was like there was someone there who I actually knew who I could talk to. And then I was like, cool, this is cool. So him and his lady or his him and his wife, they come over to sit with me and Cass and we're just sitting there talking. And then and then you came up. And then it was just like, and then your your awesome wife, Yolanda, and now it was there were six of us and we were all sitting there chilling. And and that's when it like the networking thing really started to really get with me. Like, oh, like Cedric's is is cool. His wife is cool. Geraldo is cool. And his wife is cool. And now I have someone every time there's an event like this, I'll be looking out for these people. Now, I ain't know it was going to turn into what we are now. And like we become like brothers in one year. I didn't know that that was going to happen. But yeah, bro, we was like we was, you know, a few minutes away from being out of there or this. Like, that's why I believe that God puts people in your life for a reason, bro. He like he made that happen so that we could get together, strike up a friendship become a brotherhood, you know, become like family members and then be able to use the chemistry that you and I have to be able to help other people in some way, shape or form with this new podcast that we just started. So that's wild, bro. LAL. Timing 21. is everything. Timing is absolutely everything, man. Itself. 
Mm-hmm. So we got into talking about, you know, our backstories. And I think you were in the middle of a story. I don't remember which particular one it was, but my favorite story I can say that kind of locked us in to knowing that you are an amazing storyteller is you were telling the story <laughs> about you and your team member, Captain Jack, mm-hmm. the situation you had with uh, your first stand on mower. Yeah, bro. What, what happened with that again? So <laughs> when I first started my business, I was uh, I was just push mowing, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then after gotten to year three was my first chance at uh, getting on stand on. So I had been renting them at, at, for ninety five dollars a day. And uh, it was costing me. I think we talked about it in our in our our last podcast, but it's costing me twelve hundred dollars a month um, to to rent that stand on, which at the time I couldn't afford. I didn't have the the money coming in to even be to be doing that, but I knew I needed to get those jobs done. So after uh, doing that for it was a month or two, um, I got my first commercial contract check and uh, talked to my to my guy Captain Jack, and I was like, "Look, bro, if you can wait one more month." Um, so that I could buy a lawnmower so we don't have to rent them anymore. You know, I'll give you a bonus, blah, blah, blah. So we did that and I bought the mower. I didn't really have a lot of experience on these things. So we used the mower the whole the whole year. It was great. I was like, wow, this is so much better. We get to leave the house right at 7 a.m., get straight to the property, get straight to work. No more filling out paperwork and this and that for the rentals and everything. And, uh, you know, we get into leaf season. Now, I had a John Deere 648 R. It was a 48 inch commercial stand on John Deere Quick Track 648R, I think it was. But whatever it was, the the muffler, you know, all of the lawnmower mufflers get hot, right, Seb? Absolutely. So the muffler sits right in the front of the deck, you know, right, right in front. And there's nothing covering it and it gets extremely hot. Uh, there is a little cover on it that covers the muffler, but even that part gets hot. So I, it was my first year. I wasn't doing leaf cleanups before got this lawnmower. So now I got the X, the Ballard X-Blades on there. Shout out the Ballard X-Blades. They're awesome. You know, I got them on there and I was just loving how the grass was coming clean from the lawnmower, blowing those things out. And I was not paying attention to the leaves piling up on the front. So <laughs> I'm, I'm driving and I keep smelling it. I'm, I'm smelling something burning, but I just I'm so new to the, the stand on so that I, I just didn't realize that it was the leaves that were just burning up. So wait real quick at this point, are the leaves piling up because you're pushing the leaves, like trying to use the, the mower as a, a plow or is it that you're just cutting and the leaves are just building up by you driving over them? Yeah. Just me driving over them. I wasn't trying to plow them. Although that was happening, I wasn't trying to plow them, but there was this one particular house. We call it the twins. There's two houses right next to one another and there's giant oak trees, you know, super big, like prehistoric trees from Jurassic Park and all the leaves were off the tree. You know what I mean? So I'm just blowing, you know, I'm loving this, you know, that satisfying feeling when you see all of the leaves and I'm not paying attention. So like I said, I, I could hear, I could smell it, you know, I could even hear a little bit of the, of the crackling sometimes because I, I oh, yeah. Have, yeah, I didn't have, you know, great headphones or whatever. <laughs> you know, so I think I might have been out there just mowing without headphones. So anyway, the the leaves pile, they're piled up and then I start seeing smoke. Now, also, this is very important. <laughs> I had lost the gas cap of the lawnmower. So. I had a bungee cord wrapped around a towel, like a god darn Molotov cocktail with gas, you know, <laughs> this this crazy gas, man. I, look, man, you know how it, it, all it takes is a, a spark 
that thing could have exploded on me, right? So we, I'm driving. I realize, oh, this is the, the leaves. So I pull the leaves off, but there was leaves that were caught in between the muffler and the muffler guard. If So if you're familiar with the quick track, like I said, there's a muffler and a muffler guard. Now the leaves were all caked inside of there and there was no getting them out. And then they ignited. They caught on fire and <laughs> they caught on fire. It scared the living daylights out of me. So Captain Jack, he's now trimming and he comes around the corner and bruh, he sees the smoke and I'm down here on my hands and knees. I'm trying to get the, the leaves off the mower with my hands. He comes down. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Go up to the hill, get the, uh, you know, the, the water. Well, we had a five gallon water bucket, the Gatorade deal. He runs up there. He comes back down. We doused the lawnmower with the water. And um, I didn't have fire extinguishers or anything at the time. So I was out here running hot, bro. Learning as I go. Literally. That thing caught on fire. And it was a crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy experience. You got all of this white smoke just bellowing super high into the. I'm like, man, they're going to have to call the fire department. I'm out here on a commercial property looking like an idiot. But that, that was that was one time. That thing caught on fire three times, bro. Three times. So did it catch on fire those three times, separate times because of the gas cap or was it just because of the leaves and things building up? No. Nah, so that was the first time. That wasn't why I caught on. I'm just happy that, that it didn't blow up because it could it could have blew up easily. So after that happened, though, I, I immediately went to uh, the local John Deere dealer, which was not close to my house. I, I bought that mower used, by the way. So I didn't know anything about dealer support or anything back then but anyway uh, so I, I went and i bought the gas cap and you know that wasn't a problem anymore so we go through that whole year captain jack and i we killed it i bought everything paid everything off within a year then we went into the next year and then i bought a toro grandstand with twills and uh, we go through the, the thing again captain jack catches the mower on fire say the same way the exact same way. So he's doing leaves. He's in a, he's in another area of a house. It caught on fire, but that was, that was a real quick one. It didn't like do anything. Right. So fast forward to last year. All right. I had done well with this commercial contract. And so they asked me, you know, can you do another region in a different area? And I was like, sure. Like, just give me the addresses, whatever. I went out I was like, wow, this is like really going to change the business. This took me up from I think we were doing 40 at the time. It took me straight up to 80 right there. Like I was like, wow, like now I got 80 properties to take care of. And now I'm really in the game. And first day of mowing last year, I think was April 4th, right? April 4th, 2021. First day of mowing, we're the first house. It is littered with leaves. And again, like another prehistoric tree. I'll take a picture of it and put it on my Instagram. So people can see this tree I'm talking about. Eventually, I, we ain't going to be doing that property anymore. So anyway, I'm in the backyard. Captain Jack's doing the front yard. And I see the smoke from the from the backyard. It's it's, it's going over the house. I can see this white smoke. So I full speed. I drive the, the, the grandstand over there and I see the quarter. This thing is engulfed in flames, bro. I engulfed. And he don't know what to do. He's standing there. He's like panicking. Oh, oh, what am I supposed to do? And I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Go get the water. Like, go get the way he had a gallon of water. And then he goes and grabs the water. And I'm on my, again, on my hands and knees. I'm putting my hands into the fire. Luckily, we had the gas cap this time. So it wasn't no, hopefully no expert. But man, this thing was on fire for, I don't know, six or seven minutes, bro. 
Wow. Just on, on fire, bro. And, and it wasn't a total loss? No, nah, bro. It wasn't a total loss. That's why, that's why I respect John Deere mowers, bro. Man, I, we put that thing out. We kept on mowing, bro, for the next some odd weeks. <laughs> we <laughs> Hey, listen, we mowed. I swear we mowed maybe for another two months with that mower. Without because okay. I didn't even realize anything was wrong with it because it was going. It just started to slow down and I hadn't put two and two together. So basically the reason that that slowed down and I didn't find out about this till I was going to sell it. And I took it to my dealer to make sure everything was perfect. Like I replaced some hydro uh, lines and a, a fan um, had the muffler tighten. I, like it was best basically back to uh, a great mower again uh, when I right. sold it. But what had happened was the, um, the hydros melted and they had a slow leak in them. So that's why it was slowing down because the hydro fluid was going low, but the mower was so old that you couldn't see into the port that showed the hydro. The, really? the hydro, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. The level. Yeah. yeah. So basically I sold it. And then when I got it back from the dealer and I got the mower back from the dealer, it was fast, like super fast. And I was like, man, I should have sold this thing. I was salty. I sold it. But it is what it is. That that John Deere mower was a it was a great mower, you know, to get me to get my my whistle wet, if you will. We all have that mower that we get started with that we cherish and think back on. Like I was telling the story last week on last week's podcast episode with my 30 inch uh, ride on Craftsman. I love that more. So love it to this day. But Launchpreneur Academy Live, for those that don't know, is an event that is put on by Brian Fullerton from Brian's Lawn Maintenance. He does have a training academy, which provides resources and materials for those that are new to the business or need to do things better in their business and need to take it to the next level. And we uh, we definitely endorse Brian's product and, and endorse his event. We did have Brian on our Instagram live show. Again, you guys can check us out every week on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Instagram Live. Uh, you can either tune into my channel, which is still cuts the best, or you can tune into Cornell's channel, which is Mac underscore landscaping 412. And come and catch up with us every week as we tell stories of what's been going on that week, what's new in the news. And we generally have a guest, whether it be someone like Brian Fullerton or Corey Ballard, and even someone such as you. If you're interested in joining our weekly Instagram Live show, coming on to talk about yourself and your business, we'd be glad to have you. Yes, sir. Yeah, the fiasco that happened when we were supposed to have Brian on the show, bro. I guess we talk about that a little bit. It was wild. So I got a brand new 2021 Ram uh, 3500 dump truck. And um, I had talked to Brian about getting him on the show, on the Instagram live show. And I was so excited, bro. You know, Brian, he's someone that, you know, we all, or at least me and Cedric, you know what I mean? Like he said, we endorse his things because they've helped us to make to make money and to change our lives and everything. So I got a lot of respect for what Brian does for the community. So I was super excited to have him on our show. I stopped at a, at a house so that we wouldn't have to do it the following day. Tried to start my truck, it didn't work. So the pot, I mean, the show that I'm all excited about, bro, I'm out here in the middle of West Jabumafu, under the car, looking for the starter on Instagram Live. You know, it was, it was just wild, bro. But Cornell, you and I had talked about this. We were, we already knew what the cutoff time for the day was. Mm-hmm. We need to get home, ex- you know, extra early so we can get the setup and properly going. So there was no <laughs> holdups or any barriers. And you have a truck issue. Hey, look, man, at the end of the day, you can't control what, what God's plan is for you. 
That, that's how I look at it. You know what I mean? Every time I go out to start something new, it's like I, you, you get a test. When I started this business, I broke my foot the day after I bought a truck, after I paid had a paid off car that I sold. I broke my foot the very next day. God's like, yeah, bro, you really want this or not? We about to see right now. You know what I'm saying? So then we start our little Instagram live show. It starts to pick up some steam. You know, people starting to watch us a little bit. So shout out if you're listening to us and you're one of the people who, who come and watch us on on Wednesdays. Uh, but now it's like this thing's starting to take off a little bit. You know, we catching some traction with some of the bigger influencers and our favorite influencer uh, is coming on our show. And God's like, yeah, but we're going to put you out here. We're going to make you make this decision. Well, not make you. God gives you the choice. Right. So I made the decision to try and shorten my day the next day by stopping at this you know, one more house. And boom, God's like, nah, today, this is how we're going to do this. It was entertaining. I'm I'm surprised at how many people came up to me said talking about that that that, that truck issue that I, and if I got it fixed figured out. <laughs> hey, they even asked me, did you ever get that figure out what the issue was? But yeah, without <laughs> yeah. further ado, guys, we definitely appreciate you guys tuning in, and uh, we're gonna go ahead and toss to that Instagram live show now. Enjoy. Yeah. There he is. What up, what up fam? How we doing? I'm all right, bro. How are you? <clears throat> um. I'm doing a little bit better than you are today, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, check this out. Listen, this is, I, well, listen, there's nothing. No matter how much I press this button, nothing happens. Did you did you get up underneath it yet and hit it with a wrench, the starter? I, I, honestly, I don't know where it's at. I can't find it. I've already paid. Luckily, we got our prices right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got that uh, that price increase letter that went out. So our prices is right. Uh, I don't like to lose $240, uh, but such is life in business, huh? You you, you might get, uh, see if they can reverse. Like you might get two free toes and see if they can reimburse the trailer toe. We'll see. You know That's what I'm saying? we got you on here. Yeah. I, I, I was, I, I had the exact same thing happen to me probably seven or eight years ago. Um, exactly what you said when you started the, the live stream, like had to get the trailer towed, had to get the truck towed. Uh, and that's when I was like, I'm buying a new truck. And now I don't, I don't have something as new or nice like you did, uh, right now, but I had a little O2 and that thing broke down literally once a month, man. So I, I, I've been where you're at literally 10 times. It's, it's sad, but um, it all work out. It all work out. So we got the wifey for lifeies, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. She's on her way. She's literally. I got on the phone with her. She's on her way to get. Uh, she's on her way to where I am right now. And then we're gonna have my truck towed to a, a Ram dealer, and uh, I guess I'll have one of my one. I'll borrow a truck from one of my boys. That's cool. From our, from our group, and uh, come pick my trailer up tomorrow. I guess. That's cool. That's cool. Is uh, yeah. is Captain Jack uh, any relation to uh, the pirate? <laughs> no, but quick story about Captain Jack, how he got that name. So I play flag football, and uh, he played flag football, too, for a lot of years. That's how we met each other. So he eventually uh, became a ref. But this is like 15 years ago, uh, me, him, my little brother, and one my boy Darius and my boy Brian, um, he had the – Captain Jack had these uh, – a seashell necklace – and the uh, and and these weird earrings, and his hair is really long. So one day they called him Captain Jack, and it just stuck. It's not he been cap he been Captain Jack for fifteen years now. So I there told you him, uh, you know, if, if if we get a big YouTube channel going here, he's gonna be he's gonna be famous like Rob. <laughs> hey, I mean, ever since the uh, the whole uh, 
what was the Amber Heard trial, you know, all that mess, um, which is like <laughs> the wildest thing to hit the Internet, you know, in 2022. But uh, he's like, what did the lawyer say? He's like, well, for 300 million bucks and a thousand pack llamas or something like you want to do Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean four or five or six or whatever they're up to now. And he's like, you heard me correct. And like now he's like, yo, Captain Jack six or whatever, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean six. So I'm like, what they give him three hundred fifty million and like a thousand, you know, drafts or something? Like, right? Everybody's got that's their number, cool. bro. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, they're not. They're not calling us. That's that's a fact. So, <laughs> I uh, I sent I sent you a question. I sent you a question, Cedric. So you got to make sure you answer mine. All right. So, <laughs> um, you guys all know where we're from. Where are you? Guys oh gosh. <laughs> I'm a quick report on that comment. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, you'll kick me out of the live chat now, right? So, um, where, where are you guys all from? If you guys want to answer in the comments, man, you guys know where we're all from. Where are you guys uh, watching tonight? Uh, you guys still mowing grass? Are you guys all done for the day? Are you uh, you waiting on a toe like our boy here? Or what? <laughs> it's uh, didn't you know that this was happening tonight? You couldn't have scheduled that any other night. Uh, like, that- that's exactly what I said. I said to my wife, this is one of the, uh, you know, we, since we started doing this thing, uh, doing this thing, I'm like, I'm so excited. My boy Brian's coming on tonight. We get to talk. And now, of all days, of <laughs> all days, well, I need that private jet you were talking about on the podcast, man. That's, that's what I, I need. It, I got unfortunately, it. <laughs> it's in, the, uh, it's in the, um, the, the storage hangar right now. Yeah, yeah, for for both of us, you know. Uh, yeah, my mine's down. I mean, maintenance costs. You know, it's just it's um it's just ridiculous these days. You know, we'll have to have Cedric send his man, or he's probably got a Lambo by now or something. Oh, get the hell out of here! <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's uh that's pretty cool. We got uh South Carolina, uh Georgia, uh where else we got coming in? Grand Junction, Michigan. Where's that at? I gotta look that up. Uh, Minnesota. North Carolina, that's pretty dope. Yeah, it's crazy how people are all around, man. And uh, money making Mike G's in the in the chat. Um, I don't know if you guys know Mike. He's 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 a wild dude. He's awesome. Nope, I, n- nope. Money making Mike G. He sent me uh, this tree right here. Actually, here I'll pin the. Uh, see that tree right there? Nice. It's called a money tree, and uh, he said uh, it's a money tree, and, he, and we, so we named it Mo. Mo okay. money. Mo money. <laughs> hey, to pick. Good to have something like that in the house, you know. Yeah, I, like I mean, to play on words. Yeah, it's mo money. We, we, yeah, we don't really keep plants alive here very well, so. <laughs> <laughs> so take landscape. One that you lost around Mother's Day, right? That you had to replace for Liz. You know, I mean, typically, yeah, this one's been around for, I don't know, Mike G. When did you send me that, bro? Probably, probably two years ago, three years ago. So we're. Are you all right then? I know, yeah. Like, like I'm a landscaper. I can't keep a tree alive for the life of me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, we we've been doing the build up, talk about it. Uh, we're really excited for Equip Expo coming yeah. up. It is a, a new name, so I, I think some folks are kind of turned off a little bit by the name change. I know some folks have been, and some of the policy changes that they're implementing this year, um, which hopefully you know they'll kind of reconsider in the future terms of like having uh some of the younger kids there which would be nice but anyway um equip expo is coming up we wanted to give you a chance to you know we believe and we tell everyone of, that they should be going to equip expo but if you can throw in a few uh tidbits about why you think people should be going to equip that haven't heard you say that before <laughs> i mean it's a it's a fun time i mean frankly 
it's a great way to pull away from your business for, you know, two days, four days, five days, whatever you guys do. Um, my first time I went there was 20, gosh, man, 2017, 2018, maybe. And uh, I didn't even know it existed. I didn't, I didn't even know I should be going or I, or I could go. I, I didn't even know it existed, to be honest with you. So if you guys have maybe never heard of it, it's a uh, trade show and expo just showcasing all the equipment and everybody who's a player in the industry. I mean, from the mom pa people all the way to the Toros and the big guys. Uh, it's a, I think the last set I heard was like 650,000 square feet of indoor space. Um, so like, you know, you got your dealer open house, then maybe you got like your local regional show. Like we have one in the spring, like a lot of, a lot of you guys do. Those are cool. Those are fun. But we're talking like three Walmarts full of just lawn mowing equipment and tractors and everybody that's there and big lights and displays it's like the uh the detroit auto show meets uh john deere and farming equipment and lawnmowers right so it's uh, it's pretty wild man and then outside there's 30 or 40 acres of outdoor demo space and so if you want to go to check out equipment there's no better place any time of the year uh than to go down there it's 10 bucks to get a ticket if you use somebody's code to register which is pretty dope um it's all day wednesday all day thursday and like two-thirds of a day on friday so it's a really good time but then there's a hundred other reasons to go too like <clears throat> if you want to meet some other people in the community uh, demo stuff outside there's education tracks that you can go to in classes um you can meet your favorite instagram person your favorite youtube person um i don't really like play that up too much because I'm, I'm not really like a groupie <laughs> um <laughs> But it's cool. Like, there's there's people like Stanley Dirt Monkey that I love to meet. Um, there's people that have influenced me, you know, getting on social media and being kind of part of that mill. Um, but when I see Stanley Dirt Monkey, I, I still fanboy. I'm like, ah, they're Stan, you know. Um, and then you meet him, and he's like the, the most down to earth, cool dude ever. Um, like the fact that he even remembers my name, like I don't I don't take it for granted. You know what I mean? Um, and then of course you get to meet so many other people in the community that, you know, it's always funny. Like you drive five, six, eight hours, right, across the country. And then you end up meeting a buddy at the at the cafeteria, eating a slice of pizza. And you're like, hey, man, where are you from? And he's like, oh, I'm from Pickerington, Ohio. You ever hear about it? And, <laughs> and you're like, bro, we just drove, we all drove five hours to, like, meet your neighbor. Um, but it, it's yeah, just weird sure. how that, it, it just weird, it's weird how that works out. So then you start making friends. Um, then the next year you come down with those people. Then you split a hotel room and, it's just building friendships, building relationships, man. So I, here, here's what I always tell people. You got to go at least once. Um, if you've never heard about it or seen it, like there's still time to get a ticket. There's still time to get a hotel room. Um, but I say you got to go at least once because what it really did for me, just to break it down, was it really made me understand like the industry, like what I'm a part of. Because like day to day, I'm just cutting grass, trying to get things done trucks are breaking down you just you're just like in the minutiae right um but when you like go to that event you kind of like uh google earth like zoom out and you're like holy cow dude this is a 180 billion dollar industry and like you see toro and then you see john deere and then you see bobcat dusan and you're like holy cow these are huge companies and it just it really gets your gears turning like what could i do in this industry like how how big or small do I want to make this thing? Um, and so for me, coupled with all the meeting, all the different people that I follow online, it's it's just a pretty fun party, if you will, now. Um, but I always tell people, you got to go at least once. So it's a, it's a good time. Yeah, and there's, exactly, there's great stories. 
Go ahead. That's go ahead, exactly go ahead. the reason why I went down. Like, so I had heard about it because I've been watching you since I want to say like 2016 or something on YouTube. And uh, when I, I had been hearing about GIE first from Blake, he was the first person I ever heard talk about GIE. And uh, then it was Keith. I think he was there or something doing some videos outside or whatever. And I was like, yo, I want to go to that. Um, uh, but to be honest, I was so new in the business. I didn't have the money to be able to do that. So whenever sure. we started to land a couple uh, bigger contracts, I was just, I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to go down here. But this, my first year being last year, um, I was like, I'm going to meet the people who have shared the information that have helped uh, me grow this business to where it is currently. And uh, so when I came down there, that was what my agenda was, was to go down there. I had nine people on my list. Uh, you, you were at the top, you and Keith. And uh, I added one, which was Alex Kirby, when we were on our way down there. So I got to meet all 10 of those people. I didn't really cool. care too much about the uh, equipment, but the equipment was mind-blowing. But I really went down there just to, like, you know, say thank you to the people. Because a lot of times uh, we, we don't have the correct information. We don't have the information at all because, like you said, you, you don't even – you don't know who to talk to until you get down there and then you realize – I'm not a crazy person because I'm obsessed with this. There's right. thirty other thirty thousand other people. And then what was what was wild for me was like people heard me on your podcast. And so when I got down there, they see my hoodie and like asked me, like, Oh, you you're the guy that was on Brian's podcast. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I was. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. I couldn't believe people knew who I was based off of that. So it was it was just a big cool community thing and then, you know. It was the best. It was one of the best experiences of my life. I, I won't miss it though. That's awesome. I think I think you truly get some great stories. Um, and I would recommend for you folks that have not heard about the great stories that happened at GIE slash Now Equip Expo, if you can go onto whatever your podcasting platform that you like listening to and do a search under your favorite podcast, or whether it be Brian's uh, Full of Ten Unfiltered podcast, or under Paul Jamison's uh, Green Industry podcast, or uh, Taylor Talaferio's uh, podcast for uh, LCR Media's Long Hair Rookies podcast. Anyway, do a search under on your favorite uh, podcasting app for GIE or Equip Expo under their name, and you'll get the stories on those podcasts, whether it be from Brian's version or Paul's version, explaining on how they met each other at the uh, after party rallies, the GIE rally at the time, um, where where Brian uh, thought that Paul was a helper <laughs> in the situation. So um, there's great stories. It's just a bit the beginning of things. And a lot of folks say, hey, I can't get away from work. I can't get away from work. Guys, this is a time where you've had a great season. Your season is essentially wrapping up. Your clients will understand that, hey, I'm going to be out for a week. You, if, you should be able to afford to get away for a week and either do the work beforehand or do the work after. So you're not even taking that big of a hit. And my other recommendation is if you feel like you still can't get away that much, just come down for two days. Come down on Wednesday, come down on Thursday, and leave out on Friday morning. Cheers. You'll be more than uh, more being able to experience uh, Equip Expo. So yeah, that can I can I add one thing to that because I love what you said. Um, the season's wrapping up, and and that's one thing too where because the season's wrapping up, we're trying to get those last dollars in, right? And you know, I, I know it's a step of faith to like go to this or a live event in general, wherever, whatever, right? Because you're like, dude, I, I could book a job that day. I can mow, make 500 bucks that day. I could 
do a pruning job, make a thousand bucks that day, whatever. Right. Um, and that's fine. That's cool. And I agree. Like, I, I, I get it. Trust me. I get it. It's like, you're weighing out. Do I take three days off of work and miss out 1500 bucks and then go spend 500 bucks, right? Like, so the Delta is 2,500 bucks, 2000 bucks. I, I, I totally get that. Here's what I would just say or encourage is like, number one, if your finances are in order, you should be able to take that time off and go on down and have a little vacation. If your finances aren't in order, it's not because you're not working hard enough. It's because you don't know something. Okay, this is just my story. Like, I, if I couldn't dig myself out of the hole, right, by just digging, because all I did was get what? Down deeper in the hole. So, like, what you got to do is stop digging for 10 seconds <laughs> and then look around. And what that means is get around other successful people. So, there's only one or two, three, four different things that go on during the year where the whole industry converges on one place. So like Max said, the, the eight, nine, 10 people he had uh, as a list of people that he wanted to go meet and rub shoulders with and pick the brains of, not that they were like better, they might've just been further down the road, right? <laughs> so, and by the way, that doesn't mean anything if you've been in business for one year or 20 years, there's always a bigger fish, right? Like the Troy Clogs are down there and the Corey Ballards are down there. They've been in business for 40 years and it's what they know that has made them wealthy. But if you if you don't take a day or two days or three days off and stop going after 500s, you're never gonna get the 500,000s. And, and I'm, I'm just telling you straight up, like the more I stop just work, 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 like I'm gonna outwork the problem. You won't outwork the problem. I promise you like wealth is not a, I need to work harder thing. It's just, it's just not how it works. It's such a mis misconception. And we all do it to ourselves in the industry because we're always worried about winter. We're always worried about the next thing. We're always worried about the next mower. We're always worried about the next breakdown. And it's like, you got to get over the bull crap. And by going down to like places like this or conferences, that's going to put you in the position to learn from some of these people who are extremely successful in the industry. And, and if you don't just take time to get away, right? And then maybe when you get back, you're going to be more recharged and you'll be performing at a higher level those last four or five weeks than you would have if you just kind of, you know, kind of mailed it in those last eight weeks, right? So you got to take time, learn some different things, go there with a purpose though. Don't just go to be a groupie. I, there's a lot of groupie culture, man, and, and that's fine. That's okay. But I'm not a groupie. I, I, I go down with a mission. I was like, Mac, I had a list of 10 different influencers I wanted to meet, 10 different companies I wanted to network with. Maybe I can get a demo or a loan or be part of a pilot program or maybe one day get a free piece of equipment. It happens. That's awesome. Right. That's okay to say. Like, give me a break. People are like, I don't want a free mower. I, I want to buy it. Well, God bless you. I'll, I'll take free shit all day long. <laughs> like, yeah. give me a break. And if, you, and if you say you wouldn't, you lie about other things too. But like, <laughs> I, I, I have dozens of buddies that have been part of pilot programs for Xmark and Toro and Bobcat. And they, maybe they don't get to keep it, but they get to run 300 hours on that machine and then give it back. Sounds good to me. So you're never going to have these other opportunities that all these other people get unless if you don't put yourself in the environment. Right. Ooh, so, yeah. I just, I met, so yesterday I heard um, I was listening to something and there's this phrase I heard and it's called uh, doors of opportunity. And it's the, the, the <clears throat> doors of opportunity only become available to those who continually knock. 
So that you won't even know if the door is ever going to open for you unless you go knock on it. And that was my thing. Like, hey, how the hell am I supposed to know that Brian will respond to me unless I DM them on Instagram? So I did. Right. I didn't think anything would come of it. I DM Brian on Instagram and said, hey, man, I got a pretty cool story. It'd probably be good on your podcast. I'd love to tell you about it one day. And yep. Brian responded back to me in like 10 minutes. I was blown away. I was like, yo, what? And then he was like, let's yep. do it. Bam. So you don't know what opportunity you're going to have unless you try. You have to try. You got to yeah. try, man. Well, and again, it's just put yourself in the environment. I mean, come hang out. Come get refreshed. Um, we, I'll be honest with you. We, we make it into a mini vacation now. You know, we we go all in. We've been there on Tuesday. Watch the fireworks. Wednesday morning, I'm running a 5K. I have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Like, for real, today I got to go jump on the Peloton and get my class in. I'm on my six-week module to, like, run a five. Dude, shut up, Cedric. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you hold your uh, do you hold your uh, 2620 while you're on a, on your uh, treadmill or, uh, or your bike? <laughs> I got a 20-pound weighted vest. Like, I got a leaf blower, you know? So I'm like, <laughs> that's from my CrossFit days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> no, dude, but, like. I don't even know why I'm going, but you know what? Like, it's fun. It's cool. Like, and sometimes you're kind of like, you're like on the wall. Or you're like the loner guy. Like, you're always looking in and be like, man, it'd be cool to be part of this or be part of that. Like, but you don't want to like press in and go all in. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Like, go to the dance floor, hang out, like, be cool. Okay. Like, nobody's going to laugh you off the, off the dance floor. Okay. So like that being said, go to equip, go on Tuesday, go watch the fireworks, come hang out. Like. It's it's a dope time. Like, come hang out Wednesday. Go for the run. Uh, Wednesday, go to the, the media stuff. Try to weasel your way in. Like, that's what we're all going to do. Like, that's the fun yeah. part. And that's that's where all these, like, ridiculous stories that you hear on the podcast, you know, years later. This is where they all form. You guys like, hey, man, did you hear Cedric and uh, Mac wore the yellow vests and they got in past security? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's that's where this stuff starts. You know what I mean? So go there, make your own fun stories. You know, don't, don't just be a groupie listening to other people's fun stuff. Like take you, take your crew, take your team and uh, go chase down whatever you're searching for. Like Max said, he wanted to go meet a bunch of cool people. Um, I, I was the same way. I wanted to meet B&B Long Care back in the day. Um, I, met Stanley Dirt, I, met, I met Stanley Dirt Monkey at an after party. Um, I literally, <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard the story, but I was like, I was growing my YouTube channel. I had like, I don't know, 5,000 subs or something. And I was like, dude, if I could just get Stanley right? Here's my, my thought process. If I get Stanley on the video on my channel, I'd be, I, I'll get a silver play button. I'm going to go through the roof. <laughs> so I, I, I find Stanley. He doesn't know me from Adam. I'm like, Hey man, I got a YouTube channel. Um, do you think I could do a video? He's like, sure kid. Like catch me after the rally. So it's 1030. We shut the place down and I'm like posted up. Like this dude is not leaving until we shoot a video. So He's walking out. I go, hey, hey, hey. He's like, oh, God, this kid again. So I'm like, Stan, we're doing a video. So I just, like, start it. Let's do this video. And all he did was, like, promote his training program stuff back in the day. <laughs> so I, I asked him a question. Stan, how's, how, what's the number one key to success or whatever I asked, right? And uh, all he did was, like, buy my training courses. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I was like, all right, bro, but, like, other than buy your stuff, and I love Stan, we're buds now, but I was like, anything else? Anything? And he's like, well, if you buy my training courses, it'd probably be the best bet. <laughs> I was like, thanks, bro. So, like, he leaves, and I'm like, 
well, that was stupid. Um, but it was content, you know, so I, I posted that video. It was hilarious. Um, and I still give him crap about that video five years later. But, like, you, that's why you go. Like, go to meet your friend. Go to meet your favorite dude, your favorite YouTuber or, or influencer, right? I know we don't really use those terms too often. But, like, to me, that's where the fun's at, man. Go go, go hang out with these people, you know? <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll throw out two quick stories. Um, the, the first story is, you know, uh, Equip Lasher was my first time going. Um, so I actually went down solo. Uh, I seen Cornell and I wanted to actually talk to Cornell and I've never met Cornell before, uh, but I'll come back to that in a second. But um, it, it's funny, I'm down there and I'm wearing my branding because I've been listening to Brian uh, and all the information that's within the YouTube channel as well as entrepreneuracademy.com. And I have my branding right. So uh, my, my trailer's branded. I mean, I got a tailgate signs i get on my utility trailer i got tailgate signs i got sides down signs on the side of my trailer so it's it's right and the, the thing is i live probably about 20 minutes away from the almonds of almond landscaping so caleb and Brittany almond and um i'm at at gie last year and i'm walking around i was like hey caleb how's it going he's like i know you and i'm like you've never met me before i've never talked to you he's like no i know you i know your logo i see your logo around town i'm like my branding is where it needs to be. So um, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So I've, I've talked to talked to Caleb a few times, um, and I'm trying to get some uh, business between him and I and things like that. Uh, for when I need projects done that I don't necessarily do, I reach out to him and see if he has a contact or if he does it himself. Um, yep. But it's really nice that to have that uh, connection with folks because you have your branding together and you're at a big event. People are going to recognize you if you have any type of presence, either locally. Or even on you know social media or on the internet. So I love it. I love it. That, you know that, what is one great story. Well, wh- one other quick thing um, I was going to say is, and I don't know if you guys can relate to this, maybe watching. And and if, and if you guys go to Equip, great. If you guys don't go to Equip, like it's not the end of the world. Okay, like we we I, I, we get a small kickback for selling tickets, but like I'm not like making any like money off of Equip. Okay, like Equip's making millions off of Equip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. If you don't go, like, it's not going to hurt any of us on the live stream. But if you don't go, you're not going to get the opportunity for the upside of whatever that could be for you. One thing I will say, though, is I don't know if you guys can relate, but, like, don't be the man I wish I would have went guy. Don't be, like, three days later watching the vlogs come out, the podcast stories coming out, and be like, man, that was pretty cool. I should have went. I was going to go, and then I just got busy or I forgot. Like, I see a lot of that. People are like, oh, man, I didn't know. Oh, I, I should have got my ticket. I just forgot last minute. And I'm like, bro, you got to plan. You got to plan ahead. And so don't be the guy five days later and be like, oh, man, I'll catch the next one. Well, the next one's not for a year. Like, wh- all the knowledge that you were looking for is at a quip or the next quick live event. But they only come once a year. So don't think you're going to catch it two weeks later, three weeks later. Don't, don't, don't be the I missed out guy, you know, like. That's never mm-hmm. fun. You know what? You don't want to miss the jokes. You don't want to miss the uh, the camaraderie. Bloomington, that where are you me. at? No season already in October. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I get where it. I was I mean, too. If if it's not snowing, I suggest going. And if it's snowing, have somebody cover your route. You know, yeah, like yeah. It's, it's no big deal. Sub, <laughs> you'll sub it out. You still make seventy percent on the dollar. It's okay. Yeah. Antarctica, Troy. He's in Antarctica. That's the only place there's snow in October. <laughs> Greenland, maybe. I, so, uh, 
Yeah, very quick. This last three will transition to our next subject. Um, is when I actually met Brian. So Brian is hanging out in the Toro booth, and Toro just unveiled the you know their uh, prototype electric mowers, and uh, you know I don't want much of Brian's time because I'm not the one to really stand there and talk all day long. I just want to say hey, what's up, thank you, and things like that. Kind of what Cornell was saying. So I say you know I talk to Brian for a few seconds. I say you know all right, Brian, good seeing you. I'll see you next month. And Brian's face just goes like, I was like, he's like, oh, okay. Well, I was like, yes, I'll see you at LAL live, <laughs> LAL 2021 next month. He's all okay. And uh, I think I said that, see you like two or three more times before the show ended. And I said, again, I'll see you next month. And uh, yeah, that was a very, very, very funny topic. But uh, yeah, for any of those that don't happen to know, and I don't know how you wouldn't know, uh, Brian does have a training academy um, with online courses that provides everything that you need to have a successful lawn care and landscaping business. Um, and he has a annual event every year um, with a meeting of the minds and a, a group of uh, folks that have information that you will need. And I'll, I'll let Brian touch a little bit more on that on uh, launchpreneuracademy.com as well as uh, LAL. So go ahead and take yeah. away. Well, I was going to say, um, just to backtrack a second, because I think I saw you four or five more times at uh, L. Uh, I told you I was solo. I was hanging out the whole week. I was there till Friday. So, you know. Well, it's always funny when, like, you're like, you're like, all right, bro, I'll see you later. And you're like, you know, you lock it in. And then, like, <laughs> 30 minutes later, you're like, what's up, bro? Like, <laughs> it's funny if it was, was only once or twice. Like, after six or seven times, I'm like, Cedric, like, if you want to just hang, like, we can just walk together, bro. Like, <laughs> But he was like, it was like this Adam always moving, you know what I mean? Like always following around. I was like, yo, if you want to hang, just hang, bro. Hey, man, we just happened to collide. I wasn't, wasn't my intent to run into you. We just happened to be at the same booth. Well, that, like, that, that, like that, that, that was the second weirdest part. The first weirdest part where you were like, hey, man, will you sign my shirt? Like right here? And I was like, where? I'm just not- <laughs> <laughs> I don't carry sharpies on me at, 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 at the expo. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, can you send my shirt? Can you send my chest? I was like, hey, like, it's kind of weird, but sure. All right, let's do it. I did have I did have my uh, GIE Brian Fullerton top five starter pack. So I had my essential water, my body armors, my cliff bars, and uh, I, I had something else. like a Comfortable note- shoes. Like that, but it's no yeah. joke. You, you, you need you need the, the, the starter kit, man, the equipped starter kit. <laughs> um it's a lot of walking. People are like, oh, I cut grass all day. I walk eight miles a day. I'm like, you're going to do that by noon on Wednesday. Like, it's it's three Walmarts. And you're just you're just going up and down like a centipede, going down all the aisles. You, you I mean, maybe you've been to like a huge, I don't know, like real estate convention or something. But like, other than that, you haven't probably been to an event like this. It's not your local like football game okay this thing is huge it's it's like the fifth or sixth largest trade show in the country and so like no joke <laughs> it's a lot of walking you'll you'll do 10 miles a day no problem um yeah the uh just the to transition to what you were talking about with lal that that is our event in november uh november 12th saturday i'm not going to talk about it super long but um we're super excited about it we've got james mansky coming in uh mark bradley mike andes uh who else do we have? Uh, Nick Carlson coming in. So many other great people. Uh, it's going to be a riot. It's a one-day training conference up here in Novi, Michigan. 200 bucks for a ticket. Um, All-day event. Uh, hotels attached to it. Uh, Overflow hotels a half mile down the road. Some of the best of the best in the business. Um, I think Caleb Allman 
added it up, just three of the speakers alone have done a hundred million dollars in, in growing companies. Not bad. <laughs> so, um, the stuff that these guys are going to be teaching and training and learning, it's going to be insane. Mark Bradley's business did $50 million. Uh, he's the guy that founded LMN. And so I think I did the math a week or two ago. I think 50 million divided by 365 was like $125,000 a day. So like, that's a machine, bro. Like that's crazy. So I'm just telling you guys, what we're, what we're going to be teaching this year is X's and O's, how to add a crew, how to add your second crew, how to add your first office person, how to read P&Ls, how to pri uh, pay for Pete is coming in for crying out loud. Um, totally forgot about Pete. Yeah. He is like the dude. He is insane. I love pay for Pete. Um, he, he's got an accounting background. He's going to teach us how to recoup our overhead and to pr price jobs profitably. Okay. Like these are the best of the best in our industry coming in. And here, here's the one thing I've been saying a lot is like some people treat a, a crumb like a feast and other people treat a feast like a crumb. This is a silver platter opportunity for 200 bucks to come a couple hours down the road or catch a quick flight to Novi, Michigan. It's everything is super convenient. It's super thought out, like the easiest thing on the planet to get to. And so if you guys want to come on up, we'd be honored to host you. There's only 400 tickets. We're already at 150 or so that are sold. Um, the last couple of weeks, obviously everything just goes gangbusters and everybody gets their ticket. <clears throat> don't procrastinate on it. Don't sleep on it because once the tickets are sold, they're sold. And so we can't wait to host you guys up here. It's going to be a really good time. And I think same thing. I saw both of you guys there. And uh, I, I mean, you guys tell me, was it a good event or not? Because I, I, I'm the sales guy, right? I, I think it's good. But like, I didn't have a single person say, no, I want my 200 bucks back. So I, I have to believe it was pretty good with those speakers from last year. So uh, I know Cornell will have some good tidbits. So let me just get to the, 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 the numbers portion of it, right? It's 200 bucks. You're thinking, okay, 200 bucks. Why am I paying this guy 200 bucks to come to his, his uh, training course? Let me tell you, the night before you are at the Adrenaline Indoor Go-Kart Track, that there is $30 to go right there by itself. Yeah. Brian provides pizza. And there may be other things that are going to be there, but there's there's food for you. There's drinks for you. That's at least another 20 bucks right there on top. So you're already at 50 bucks. The following morning, there is a small breakfast provided. And Brian, if something changed, please just tell me. But there's a small breakfast, coffee, drinks, donuts, you know, that's another 20 bucks. If you're going to any type of convention, that's another 20 bucks. And then there's a full lunch with dessert. That's another 30 bucks. You're already at 100 bucks. So and it was fine, and the food was delicious. Yeah, and the food was great. And we got pretzels at three, typically. So <laughs> I like pretzels. <laughs> so there's a snacking. So you're talking about you're getting a hundred dollars worth of just amenities, and then you're going to have some training that you cannot get for one hundred dollars anywhere else. You can't even get on entrepreneuracademy.com for a hundred dollars. The amount of information that you're going to receive. So two hundred bucks is not bad, folks. Look at it as it's going to change your life. It changed mine. Um, it changed just here. I met Cornell actually at LAL. I seen him at uh, GIE last year, which is now equipped. Seen him last year. Didn't get a chance because it is a zoo at, at GIE. But was able to actually take time and talk to Cornell. And uh, we talked to our, our boy from Phoenix Lawn Care as well. Um, Geraldo. Just, yeah, Geraldo. We were able to really get there and talk. And just have a moment. And now look where we're at a year later, less than a year later. 
Um, me and Cornell have gone to dinner. We've done breakfasts. Our our wives are really close to each other. We were. I was just at his house what two weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, we we're just talking how much has changed in the last eight months. And now, hey, we're here hosting our uh, weekly uh, show here on Instagram. Uh, we're still working on a name. We're tossing some names around. So if anybody got ideas for names for our uh, weekly IG podcast here, go ahead and toss them down in the comment section. Also, you can toss them down. Like I said, any questions you have or comments, throw them down in that area down there by the comment button or the question mark. We'll get to them here in a second. But yeah, eight months has changed my life. Um, just all because of LAO. So he's he's big time. You can't I know, right? Talk for a bit. It's, it's even the, after hours. He's too big time. It's the tow truck driver. You know where you at? <laughs> Actually, that probably is it. Probably is. Yeah. So for those that are just joining, unfortunately, Cornell's had a a, a rough uh, afternoon. Um, like an hour before we were supposed to go live, he calls me and say, hey, man, uh, my truck won't start. So he has a uh, it's still brand new 2021 uh, Dodge Ram 3500 dump. Um, it's a beautiful truck, but uh, it's given some, some fits today for some reason won't start. If you guys got any ideas on why his truck will not start, it's not a dead battery. It's not the cables. It's not the uh, the cables on the truck. Um, if you got any ideas of what you think it might be. Uh, please let us know. Put it down in the comment section. And uh... you know, Cedric, you know that uh, the Instagram reel is like, I know what's wrong with it. Ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to get. You got to put twenty bucks in the tank. You know what I mean? Like the the crazy thing about it is that um, he has a push start. Why is there a push start in a work truck? Ah, uh, that's a great question. He's he's uh he's bougie like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He should have joined t- Team Ford, like the you know. Hey, you know you can't you can't save them all, man. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Let me see if I can get him back in here real quick. No, Bloomington, Mo and Snow, uh, Brian. What's the dumbest thing you've done in your business career? I don't think you've answered that one before. Man, like where do you start? Like from buying wrong equipment to not listening to people smarter than you, probably. Probably both. Uh, the dumbest thing I've ever done in my business is um, probably not. Uh, probably not grow. Probably like like uh, be. Af- I was probably always too afraid to try something new. Yeah, I, I mean, like to learn irrigation or to learn leaf cleanups or to learn how to, um, you know, buy different mowers. You know, um, I just never like really learned the first decade. I was just doing me, you know, and then I never, and now there's some merit to like not looking left and looking right. But at the end of the day, you should be asking a lot of questions like, Hey, what are the best guys doing? Right. Uh, so, but I, I never got, I was always afraid of like doing something wrong or damaging something or making a customer unhappy. And I, I think I was really uh, afraid of trying new things my first decade. And so uh, that's the wrong way to approach it. I would, I would, Try as many things you can your first couple of years and see what you like the most in the industry and then really niche down to that. All right. So there's, a, I think, a good one for you. What motivated you to jump in and change the lawn care industry with coaching calls and stuff? What drives you to do it? No one else has for years. I was going to ask in person at Expo. That's a good question. Um, frankly, it wasn't my mission starting out. I was just making YouTube videos. I was just reviewing some product that I had and uh, one video led to another video. 
I, I think I really um, realized I could make an impact on people once I got to about a thousand subscribers um, because I just realized how many people the videos were helping. And, and, and I say that as humble as possible. I mean, back then I probably had like a hundred views of video, you know? Um, but you know what? We would get 10 comments and 15 comments and it would help, it would help people. And, and then I would watch videos, by the way, from a Stanley Dirt Monkey, from a B&B Lawn Care, and I was being helped. And I'm like, interesting. Like, if I'm being helped and I got all these people starting to watch, a lot being like, you know, 100 people a day or whatever, right? Nothing crazy. I was like, maybe I could help other people have help them with the same problems I was experiencing. And then I think at around 10,000 subscribers, I realized, like, dude, there's a lot of people out there that need to learn the nuances of the business. And I, I just felt like a lot of us were throwing mud up against the wall to see what sticks. And it was kind of interesting what the internet did about five, six years ago, because Gary Vee, right, had hopped on the scene six, seven, eight years ago, kind of more mainstream. And he was like, yo, the wave of the future is to give it away, help people, encourage people. And I was like, all right, sure. So I was like watching Gary and he's like, give it away. And I'm like, we're going to give it all away. Right. So that, and that's what we have done, I think, and helped. I don't know, man. Like, it's hard to see the, the, the ripple effect out there, but I'm sure people have made millions, saved millions. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I'm just naive enough to believe that I, I can still help people. Um, I don't, I don't think like, what do they say? Like God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called and he uses the most unlikely people. He used like, uh, prostitutes. He used murderers. He used thieves. He used like the, the junk of the earth. Mm -hmm. And some, some people are like, Oh, but I'm not good enough for sure. But that doesn't mean that you can't still help people. And so like, I, I wasn't, I, dude, I, I'm still a nobody, but it's interesting, like, I'm just hoping that God uses me and still uses me. I think he's doing a good job using you. So. I, I, ho I hope so. I, I, I try to be obedient. I don't want to mess anything up. <laughs> hey, there he is. Man. So, quick update. <laughs> I'm on my wife's phone now. My wife drove all the way out here to, to come because I'm very aggravated. I, maybe you couldn't, you can't tell, <laughs> but I am furious right now let me just tell you i, I want to break something so bad so this <laughs> the tow truck people they kept calling that's why i kept breaking up on me the tow truck guy called first the first time it was breaking up he says i'll be there in 30 minutes i already been here for three hours mind you all right so he says I be, i'll be there in 30 30 between 30 and 60 minutes i said cool all right i'm on here talking with y'all having a good old time i said I, you know, I, I completely forgot i was stranded you know what i mean so uh this lady calls me right now. She's uh, from a, she has broken English. So it was hard for me to understand what she was saying. She calls me to tell me that the tow truck people says that there's an issue where I'm located. And uh, so that they, they can't do it now. So now you got to send a whole nother person out here. Let me show you where I'm located real quick. So you guys can see, <laughs> look, this is where I'm located. Look how flat this is. Look at that. It's all flat. <laughs> there's my wife's car back there so every everything's all flat how am i in a bad location how how am i in a bad location but i'm sorry so hey you you you, you got to take a uh take, take something and smack your starter 
Just bang, bang. It's a cylindrical thing. I'm telling you, like, this is a real I thing. I don't know like, where it's at, though. I, I've tried. I looked under the. I've went all the way under the car and everything. Look, you got you got a wrench in your trailer? Yeah, I got everything. Well, go gra- for real. I'm telling you, like, I challenge you. <laughs> go grab a wrench. And you got to stream this while we do this. This will be hilarious. But just go under the front of the. I'm telling you, go under the front of the cab and just bang anything that looks cylindrical. <laughs> like, yeah. there's, there's look- only six things under there. There's the engine. Just go on mute. We want to watch this as we're as Brian's answering questions. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you, like, it's a thing. Like, mute. I can put it on mute. Yeah, just hit the microphone. I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah you're good. <laughs> I have no idea how this works, dude. If he starts that thing, like, I, I don't know, bro. I like, will say this: if, if this, if this, if this truck starts, <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna throw this phone. I'll probably. Throw this phone. <laughs> You gonna throw your wife's home? You don't wanna do that. That's gonna make your eight worse. No, I didn't buy it. I can't say that. <laughs> just a little tap, tap, tap room, man. Like it's gotta be it's gotta be attached to the block. Just start just start tapping things. <laughs> yeah, it will be it will be close to your engine block. You guys never they never seen a live stream like this with Brian's on me. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh we're, we're learning every day. I, I, I want to see if this thing starts. Hold on real quick. Uh, Van Green says his Ram starter is up behind the driver's side wheel well. The driver's side wheel well. Yeah. So you don't have to get under the truck. It ain't going to be on top. You're going to have to get under. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're answering uh, questions with Brian from... <laughs> I bet you it's a wire or, or the starter's like, because it so wasn't even was, My thought was that, because he has an electronic gear shift, right? It's a, a knob. And my thought was that maybe, like, when he turned the truck off, it wasn't completely in park. So when he tried I to start it again, recognizing it being in park, so it wasn't trying to actually start. Because I say, you know, if your truck is in gear, Hard. you can't start it. It'll do it. Your radio will come on. Everything will work. It won't click like the battery's dead because the battery's not dead. It just right. won't start out of safety precaution. That's what I think it is. But did he, did he turn that? I don't know. He's probably the... screaming. Under, he's probably oh. screaming under there. <laughs> can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. You're not on mute. We can hear you. I can't see anything. Oh, trying to three hours. <laughs> With the live stream, he's like banging stuff under the truck trying to get the starting start. Hey, Liz is praying for you. Thank you, Liz. I appreciate it. Turn on the flashlight, Cordell. Yeah, I can't turn the flashlight on because the oh, you're on the stream because it'll close the stream. Yeah, well, listen, at this point, I've already spent money and everything. My wife is here, so she knows where I'm at, so she ain't gonna be mad at me. I can't. Also, let me show. I'm in someone's yard, by the way, too. I just want y'all also to know that. Oh, hold on. Let me turn this back around. Yeah. I'm in someone's yard, too. Look at this house. Did, didn't you know we're live streaming tonight? He picked the day to break down today. I ended my day early to, to actually come over and get set up. I tried to, too. I tried. I, I it's tried our wedding that. anniversary tonight, man. We called it off just for this. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to let you go because I, I, I don't know. All right. So I'm going to knock out a few more questions real quick because uh, we don't want to keep Brian all all evening. We do appreciate you taking the time to come on, Brian. So 
Let's try yeah. to knock these out real quick. Any, anytime after seven o'clock, I, I ain't doing anything just like you guys. I'm just hanging out with family, trying to eat dinner, maybe edit a YouTube video or something, answer some emails. That's it. I'm just hanging out with you hey. guys, man. I, I love this stuff. Hey, Brian, Captain, say hi to Captain Jack, please. What's up, hey, Jack Sparrow? Hi. Jack Sparrow, that's his name right there, Captain Jack. Hey, is, he, is he still on the clock? Is he getting paid? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what, I mean, he's missing his family, so. Overtime. I what? am just, I'm hemorrhaging money right now. <laughs> hemorrhaging. Listen, I had to pay $135 to have a dude come in a Jeep <laughs> Compass to try and jump the car first. And when that didn't work, then I had to call for two, this is a, a cluster F. My wife don't want me to cuss. <laughs> but yeah, a $240 to have my trailer towed. Hey, I, I no lie. Like I said, Babe, what Liz? She's in the other room. Um, no lie, I had to, my my O two F one fifty right back in the day. Short story, broke down. Had no idea what was wrong. Uh, called the tow truck. He's like, "I'll be here in an hour." He's, I'm like, "Hey, I have a trailer." So the exact same thing. It was like two hundred bucks, dude. I had no money seven eight years ago. Okay, two hundred bucks would have been like two thousand bucks. It was didn't matter. I didn't have either of it. I'm like, okay, sure. I'm there with my buddy. I call another friend. I'm like, hey, can you trailer my trailer back to my house? So he gets over there, and I've got a two-inch ball. He's got a two five-sixteenths ball. Oh. So I was like, no. So we try to get the, the, the drop off of his truck. He's got like an old, I don't know, dude, like 2005 beater F-250, just a landscape truck. I mean, it's just – it's raggedy. It is what it is. So it's all rusted out, though. So he's trying to use the key – to to get the the dropout key breaks, I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" So the, the key the key like rusted out. We can't get the ball in the dropout. I was like, "Dude, I, I got to get this trailer back." So for real, like, I don't even know what we did to be honest with you. It's been that long. I think we took the truck with the trailer all at the same time, and I think we just parked the trailer out front of my mom's trailer park, like. That's where I was living way back in the day. And, uh, dude, it sucks. That stuff sucks. Like, it happens. Like, those are the days where you're like, why do I even do this? <laughs> this is never – this is the first, like, for real, for real, this is my sixth year. This is the first time I've ever had anything real major happen. I, and, I mean, I wouldn't even – I don't even know if this is really considered major. Uh, it's going to be under the warranty and everything. So, it's going to be taken care of. It's just the hassle of, of tomorrow. Now, we just got rained out yesterday. Um, so we're, you know, we're getting this September off to a good start. <laughs> well, no, just blame it on August, man. Just blame it on August. You'll be yeah, right. It's, it's still August, man. <laughs> Crazy. Tomorrow, mor tomorrow morning, you get to draw a line in the sand and restart and, uh, dude, call up, uh, Enterprise or, um, Hertz or whatever, if you got one by you and see if you can rent a truck for the day for 80 bucks or U-Haul. I, I think I'll probably just get a U-Haul. Yeah, U-Haul, you can rent a truck. Just tell me you need a hitch uh, and drop, like, ready. And worst case scenario, you go to Home Depot, you get a, a ball and a drop for 40 bucks. I have one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got the – yeah, the, my Rhino hitch won't fit in there. In no. their thing, they only have a two-inch receiver. You got to we'll figure it out. Bucks. I mean, that's that's part of being a business owner, right? Is figure it out. Problem solver, so. You got to get yourself commercial roadside assistance. That's what you need. Or that's actually, what I thought I had. I was not aware. I was not <laughs> aware. I'm full. 
I said that to the lady. I said, so you mean to tell me I'm fully covered? My, I got all of the, the top insurance or whatever, and I still got to pay for this? So I don't have to pay for my truck, just so we're clear. I, the truck is fine. It's the trailer that I got to pay for. All right. So we got another question from RC Solutions, Leo Minster. Uh, what What is everyone doing for income? With the major drought, we have aeration and overseeding probably won't happen in Massachusetts. Some towns are going to no watering outside at all. Mm. Leaf cleanups, um, de- you know, last minute dethatchings. You can burlap wrap plants and shrubs, uh, fall cutbacks and pruning. Um, subcontract, find your buddies that have work. Uh, maybe, maybe you're not able to sell aerations. I get it, but maybe some company did sell aerations or something like that. And they got the equipment and they'll sub it to you for 50, 50%. I don't know. Um, network outside of that Christmas lights, snow. Um, you can sell firewood, split wood. I mean, there's, there's hundreds of things be resourceful. Um, I think there's a lot of things you can do before you have to go back to a job, but also like, I'll be real, like go sling pizzas, you know, go, go deliver pizzas Friday, Saturday night. If you have to go drive Uber. I mean, you're, you're, you're not going to make 10 grand a month. Like you might do it cutting grass, but you can still make 2000 bucks a month and cover your bills and still kind of, you know, be an entrepreneur and do, do it on your, your time and schedule. So that's definitely true. That's what I do all winter. Yeah. He got a job to take care of himself while we're on the off season because I do the snow, but Captain Jack lives far away from me. So he, can, he can't always make it um, in his car to get to me, you know, for a snowstorm. So he went and got himself a, a job. I, like I have a question for Brian. So, Brian, I, I, like you, have been focused mainly on maintenance. I'm up to have like between nine, I do 95 yards. I just dropped one uh, last, last week. So how do you keep everything scheduled on and keep everything on schedule? Um, For instance, when we get into the, the main meat of the mowing season, there is literally no real time to do anything else where we can't really go uh, throw mulch there's there's not really a lot of time to do shrubs and everything so do you subcontract that out or like what is your approach on that yep uh all of my uh pruning residential i have a buddy that does all of it uh commercial if we can knock it out on a friday we will if not i will sub it out i've got a great buddy named Chaz. uh he does all of my pruning work uh anything that i book him through i add 10 percent. i build a customer i pay off Chaz. Um, residential work, I usually just refer the customer to him just so I don't have to worry about brokering that deal. Commercial is a little bit more, they don't want to talk to a bunch of people, right? Uh, residential, they don't mind talking to that person. But for us, I'm in the exact same boat, mid to late April, once the grass starts growing and we start mowing, it's hard to get all that extra work in. Uh, most of the time, now that we're, this year we're only mowing Monday through Thursday. So we do have the opportunity to do some extra stuff Friday, Saturdays. Uh, but that's by design because <clears throat> it's probably very similar amount of money, right? Mowing five days versus mowing four days and doing extra stuff on Fridays or Saturdays. Um, for me personally, I think you're going to make more money doing the landscaping that extra day on Friday. Um, and, you know, of course, even on Saturday. 
but I wasn't really willing to do that until about two years ago because my business finally got, and my pricing got beefy enough Monday through Thursday to where I could financially afford and not be afraid of like hiring somebody full time, right? To that extra work on Fridays and Saturdays. So like you, like you said right now, Cornell, you got 95 customers. If you prune that to your top 80 and then did the extra services for those 80s on Fridays and Saturdays, you would probably make twice what your Friday route is, right? By just doing the pruning, the mulch, the aerations. Um, but again, I had a five-day mow schedule for forever. Um, the thing I really got frustrated with was I always ended up mowing on Saturday. Every Saturday we were mowing on Saturday, and I and I that's okay for a little while. But you get a family and all that mess. You don't want to be doing that necessarily. What I did like, though, about moving to a four-day mow schedule was doing that extra work, like I said, on Friday, Saturday. But if I needed that Friday or Saturday off, I didn't schedule any work. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know if that answers your question at all. But Yeah. yeah. So for me, I cut my commercials on Monday. I don't have a ton of commercials, so I, I cut the few commercials that I do have on Monday, and I take the rest of that time on Monday and do fertilization and weed control. Um, and then I'm cutting my residentials Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I do landscaping on Fridays when I want to work that Friday. Uh, if I run into the situation, you're going to, you know, people are going to ask, what if I got a landscaping job on Friday? Well, that landscaping job, my clients understand, hey, we'll move that to Saturday and we'll get that wrapped up on Saturday. We're, we're going to continue to knock out our lawns. You know, we'll push it back a day or day and a half, whatever it needs to be. So that's my recommendation for folks out there. Again, I do not recommend cutting five days a week. You leave yourself in a situation where you are going to be working more Saturdays than you had planned. Yeah. So. All right. Um, we got a uh, boy is about to come and pick my trailer up for me. Yo, that's what I'm telling you, man. Seven I know you close the home, but you know he's he's from lawn and tree. Go follow him. He should need to turn around. Tree. That way, his dome light could be like a ring light. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. It, look, it just came on, and now I, I've been trying to turn it off for ten minutes. <laughs> My whole life is messed up today. <laughs> is this, there's more light outside with the moon. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I came just get out the truck, you know. But you, I'm out, I'm out here, man. <laughs> hey, I hope you guys are. Are you not entertained? Look, I, now that lights in it. <laughs> Last question, Brian. Yeah. I've been, and we've addressed this uh, on, I think, our last live stream. Someone asked about mowers. So I'm now getting to the point, being that I'm a Toro guy, not sponsor or anything, but I like my Toro mowers. Um, I'm really into the multi-force and all of the different things it can do. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really considering maybe never buying a dedicated lawnmower for simply cutting grass anymore. I think I want to con convert from my 52 inch grandstand. What I'm saying is I think from now on, the only mowers I will buy will be probably multi-forces because mm -hmm. of the, uh, the different things. What are your thoughts on, on that? You know, that's an interesting question. Um, I'd have to suggest it depends where you want to go with your business long-term. Like if you are going to say owner operator, one or two, three guys, I think having the multi-force like be your Swiss army knife is probably the way to go. Um, if you are a little bit larger outfit, I would say having dedicated mowers is probably better 
because you're going to have dedicated snow equipment, right? So imagine yep. like the bigger guys, anybody doing a million plus, they have the mammoths, the snow raiders, pick your brand, pick your product. But they have dedicated snow machines or they have dedicated shovel sidewalk crews, right? Now, it doesn't mean that you couldn't use that multi-force in those bigger companies as well, right? Having five multi-forces might be better than having five mowers and five snow raiders. Um, I think the verdict is still out for, like, preference. I think some companies see the merit of having five multi-forces that they can run year-round. And I think the other bigger companies, they want dedicated mowers and then they have their dedicated snow machines. Um, I think, I don't, I, you know, it'd be, here's my question, Mac, it, it, or even Cedric or anybody listening in. Um, my question would be, what do you guys think is more productive, a Toro Multiforce or a Snow Raider? Because I think that would be the real question. Because if like this, the Multiforce is a, a B minus with snow, but the Snow Raider is an A, Right, and then you start talking numbers and financials and running those numbers. What what makes more sense out there in the field? Um, I see I see the smaller outfits have the multi force, but I see all the bigger outfits seem to have the dedicated snow machine. So I don't know. I don't know that answer. So here's here's the thing with the snow raider. You're not only going to have the ability to move snow, but those snow raiders oftentimes include a brine kit or a salt drop you know, um, for their sidewalk. Yep. So you have that, that Toro has not at this time designed anything to attach to the multi-force. Right. Um, that is kind of the problem in terms of like with their aerator, they got the hooker aerator. That's nice and all, but you still got to go back and broadcast overseas. However, you're going to do that. Um, even if you like the hooker aerator, which I'm still kind of getting a, trying to get a feel for that on before I, I make that purchase myself. If that's the way I want to go if I want to go and get a dedicated aerator, even though that may sit for multiple months of the year. Uh, but it's I, they're they're two different leagues, right? But you're also talking two different types of money as well. I guess when you take your multi-force and you start adding on those attachments, you'll get around the price of a, a snow raider, but they're completely different. I mean, you're talking about one that has tracks on it versus just snow tires and weights. Yep. Uh, if you are doing pure sidewalk clearing. I don't think you can beat a, a, a snow raider. With that said, unless you're going to be like Christian with C and I, and go and get your uh, your you know your power broom and your uh, Steiner machines to clean clean your sidewalks, which is probably going to be better than your snow snow raider. But that also goes to the to his type of clients. He he needs compact snow equipment where he's at in Chicago. So uh, he's in the burbs, but it's still city, but it's kind of burbs. It's kind of hard to describe. So. That that's kind of my question because like I see the Troy Clogs and they're not running a bunch of multi forces. Um, they they have probably one or two, but they have dedicated snow machines. So I think for the owner operator guy, maybe two three people, uh, half a million bucks or less, a multi force is probably a pretty cool tool because you can use it for a, a little bit of everything. But I think if you're going all in in snow and you're going to do a million bucks in snow or a half a million bucks in snow, I I would probably imagine that like the bag from boss uh the mammoth i think that might be bravely errands whatever i think those might be the way to go if you want to do more dedicated so yeah that's that you know that's a good question man i i i really wonder what what is going to be the future if everybody's just going to run to that multi-force i i haven't seen the adoption like i thought but a lot of people are using it to be fair and so i don't know if that's 
50-50 or 70-30. Uh, I will tell you here in Columbus, they they do sell a lot of multi-purchase here. Sure. Not everyone has their hydro kit on them yet, but they do sell a lot of them. Um, like Cornell said, I think a lot of the smaller companies are realizing um, that there's no point on having just a – if you're buying a sander, right, there's only certain senders out there. You're either buying Xmark, you're buying Skag, or you're buying Toro in my market, right? Yeah. Um, there's some rights, but, you know, it's they work for certain markets. They don't work for other markets, right? So I, I think if you have a brand that you're already dedicated to um, because your dealer supports it, that's why you should choose equipment because your dealer supports it. Um, uh, if you're looking at what your de- dealer has, are you going to go in or are you going to go buy a uh, a vertex or are you going to go and buy a laser z right what are you doing or it that's kind of what it comes down to so it's when you look at what options you have in the standards if you're looking at the vertex you're looking at a multi-force or you're looking at a v-ride what works out for you what's going to be the most profitable for you yeah and, and i also say like <clears throat> um a multi-force is cool for snow but don't forget you still got to transport that thing yeah so so i get a lot of people like they see Christian, but you got to understand like Christian can hop and drive that thing down through his whole city. So it's not like he's trailering that thing around. He's not. Um, if I, if I put my blade or my broom on or my snow thrower on, I still got to transport that thing. And it's not as easy as you might think it's in the winter. We're slushing. It's snow. It's icy. It's cold. And if you take that with your plow truck, you got to unhook it, unhitch it. And I'm That's not saying, right. I mean, if you can keep it on site, maybe you have a big HOA or condo complex and you can keep it in a garage, in a shed, in an empty unit, you know, garage, or um, maybe you got a box truck with a dovetail on it. Those are awesome scenarios, but you have to get the machine to the job. Um, And by the way, not every job is going to require a multi-force. It can have a plow truck and a shovel crew. It can have a plow truck and some snowblowers. Um... So I think it's really like, I'm never a blanket statement on the multi-force. Like, yeah, it's the whip or no, don't get it because everybody's different. Um, You really got to figure out what makes sense for your business. And like Christian, he doesn't even, he didn't even have a plow truck until last year. I mean, he he was doing crazy amounts of snow. Everybody's different. There's your, uh, there's your plow or uh, plow truck, your tow truck. truck, Yeah. It is a great stuff, man. The only thing, I'm a truck guy. This guy hey. has 170,000 subscribers on YouTube. Holy hell. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> oh, get the hell out of here. Uh, my we're going to answer that really, really quickly before we get out of here. Uh, Sean and Savannah, Spencer, they do have a setup where they run their multi forces in the winter on a utility trailer, but they also have two trucks. You know, they have one that's, they have the truck with the salter and the plow, and then they have the truck with the plow and the trailer. So it's doable, but you got to understand, you're not doing that solo. You're doing that with two crews that are going to each site. So. And, and also, don't forget, that utility trailer is going to get beat to snot. Um, yeah. Dylan Stevenson, Solo Cuts, actually, he bought, like, a Facebook Marketplace trailer for, like, 100 bucks. Um, kind of a throwaway utility, just because it's going to get thrashed with salt, snow, corrosion, rust, water, ice. So don't don't go buy some four grand, three grand, brand new something, and throw it through winter. Unless you can power wash the snot out of that thing, but let's be real, it's going to last three, four winters, and it's going to be a jalopy. So um, 
yeah, I, 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 I don't have any like firm stance. Like you got to do what makes sense for you. That's, that's always what it, what it comes down to. Yep. So, um, again, thank you, Brian, for taking the time to hang out with us this evening. Again, I'm uh, sorry for all the mishaps <laughs> on my end. Yeah. Uh, the pleasure's all mine. Make sure you follow Mac and Cedric. Um, go subscribe to Mac's YouTube channel. Uh, and enter to win. There's, I think, four tickets that Max and Cedric are giving away. That's that's wild. Uh, I sincerely thank you guys. Really appreciate the love and the support. Um, I think I think Max is going to have to Uber nights and weekends now to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we believe in what you do, bro, and it's, you're an easy person to support because, like, and I'm sure Cedric can attest to this too. Um, I I've literally made hundreds of thousands of dollars based off of the things. Over, over the last six years, based off of, of the products that I bought for you, whether it's was my snow contract from last year that, you know, did really well or the lawn care uh, contracts or uh, lawn maintenance agreements that you have or the, uh, the preseason, uh, ref- you know, the thing where you check all of the boxes. All yeah. these different things have helped me. So I feel like we got to pay those type of things forward i'm sorry if you can't see me but we got to pay those type of things forward so that other people can you know get these same benefits this shit has completely changed my life like legit wake up in the morning happy go to sleep happy every single day and uh that that kind of that kind of feeling i want to give to other people you know that's cool well thank you i i do appreciate that i'm humbled um and anybody else that's watching or listening in, like, get a chance to win a ticket. I mean, that's that's the coolest thing ever. It's a couple hundred dollar value. And uh, we hope to host you guys in Novi, Michigan, man. And and, and right back at you. I, I, dude, I'm a nobody. I'm, I'm a regular dude just hanging out. Like, we got good days. We got bad days. Um, we're hanging out just doing the same thing you guys are doing. We don't, we don't have it all figured out. We're all learning together. So um, anything I can do to help you guys grow, dude, shoot me a DM. Shoot me an email. Whatever I can do to help you grow. Um but we're just getting started, man. The sky's the limit. And you guys, whatever you guys have been doing lately, man, keep doing it because you guys are killing it. Uh, I, I'm super impressed. Every time I see you guys, you're making more money. You're happier. Uh, you guys are tighter than than ever before. And uh, you guys are making a name for yourself, too, in the community. So um, thanks for including me. It, it, right back at you. Thanks for including me. I'm humbled to be uh, uh, even a part of this. So this is awesome. Absolutely. So say hi, Brian. Brian, for joining us. Hey. You sorry you couldn't see her. That's my baby. <laughs> yeah, hi. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you again, uh, Brian with Brian's Lawn Maintenance. Please make sure if you're not already follow him on Instagram as well as uh, YouTube, and also check out his podcast, Fullerton Unfiltered Podcast, on all of your podcasting platforms. I am uh, Cedric with Still Cuts Lawn and Landscaping. We got Mister uh, Cornell Mac over there roadside with uh mac landscaping and lawn care please go and check out mac's uh instagram page if you haven't already which is mac underscore landscaping 412 and uh check out his youtube video i am the latest feature video on there mac is always contacting me say hey man the, the video is doing numbers man so i appreciate him for uh taking some time to come hang out with me put him to a little bit of work and uh we're, we're working on doing some good content again guys we're trying to get a name for this show please we are every week. We're here Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Me and Cornell will be here uh, talking to people in the industry as well as uh, giving our tidbits and things like that. Again, thank you again to, to Brian. If you guys have suggestions for names for our show, 
put it down in the comments or also put it down in the question box, the bubble with the question mark on it. So again, thank you all for joining and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Thanks guys. All right. See ya. We really appreciate you listening to the Lawn Care Power Moose podcast and hope you enjoyed the interview with Brian. Do us a favor. Leave us a five-star review with some words of encouragement and share the podcast with a friend or two. It goes a long way in helping the podcast grow. If you really enjoyed what you've heard, join us live Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern for the Lawn Care Parmu Show on Instagram. You can follow each of us on Instagram at Mac underscore Landscaping 412 and at Still Cuts the Best. Last but not least, go subscribe to the Mac Landscaping and Lawn Care channel on YouTube. Cornell is really making some power moves over there. So with that said, Cornell, take us out. For things to change for you, you have to change. That is one of the philosophies, one of the many philosophies that I picked up from Jim Rome. And, and uh, it, just, it just means that the things that have happened in your life, how you choose to look at them really determines what your ultimate destiny is going to be. If you choose to look at them with a pessimistic view, you need to change that. Start to look at things with an optimistic view, because if things haven't been working out, something has to change. Deep down inside, for me, I felt like it was me. As soon as I changed my mentality, as soon as I changed how I looked at things, as soon as I realized that it wasn't the circumstances and the situations that put me into where I am, but more so how I looked at them and how I let them affect my brain, that's when I realized, like, I got to change. So I did. And when I did, things changed for me, too. So for things to change for you, you have to change. Be your best advocate, man, and change yourself. And then the possibilities are endless. We got a lot of love for you, man. We got a lot of love for you. So I hope you enjoy that one. That's it. We're out. Peace. <laughs> yeah. I'ma put it down, hold it down, tilt my crown, hit the bass, let it pound, dawg. I don't play around, dawg. Run it up, run it up, run it up. All of these blessings, I pray them up. Falling like showers, they flooding up. I'm on the up and the rise of your sinners up, Lord. Blessing, I'm favored up. I need it all, ain't no giving up. City is dying, let's raise it up. Raise up the stakes, raise up my kids, raise the community up and get lit. It's not where you from, it's by how you fit. It's wherever you at, put that on my wife, put that on my kids. It is what it is, the life that I chose. Take a chance on my own without the Grace of my love, that's not the route I should go. I went from losing it all and being dead ass broke to putting trust in my faith and giving all in these songs. Just take a look at your life and wonder, could it be worse? We in the midst of the war, these casualties can't rehearse. Before you head to that hearse, make sure you're giving your all. Anybody got a problem with the move, you can make it keep it moving and just brush your mouth. Cause we're.